And we are back. Prime Minister Trudeau says that social media giants like Facebook have actually failed users, and it is now time for the government to step in. Now, reportedly, the Liberal government is set to unveil a plan to rein in some of these tech giants with a so-called digital charter. Just what is that and how will it work? Let's welcome in David Shipley, our cybersecurity expert, for more on this. He joins us on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. David, good afternoon. Thanks for the time. Thanks for being here. All right. Uh, first off, uh, we've talked about this kind of on and off regulation when it comes to Facebook and a Twitter. Uh, what do we know about this so-called digital charter, David? Well, details are scarce right now, and it comes out after that uh, Prime Minister Trudeau was in Paris for the Christchurch Summit talking about the spread of uh, online extremism and hate. And obviously this issue of fake news has also uh, been dominating the headlines. And so what he has said to date is that if social media companies fail to act in a timely manner to deal with these issues, that they could face fines. And he hasn't said how much the fines will be yet, uh, but more details are promised at the end of the month during a summit in Ottawa. All right. What is your feeling? Do you think that this is a good move? Is this a step forward? Well, I think the status quo is untenable and Facebook being absolutely unaccountable to Canadians uh, in its actions. And, you know, keep in mind, this comes after two years of nearly nonstop scandals and scathing reports from various governments, including the UK, which at one point called Facebook a group of digital gangsters. So I don't think we have a whole lot of choice left in terms of reasonable steps we need to take. And, and regulating them and holding them accountable is going to be key. All right. This, of course, comes with a lot of questions and could be uh, fraught with problems. Uh, most notably, uh, is it government who is going to decide when Facebook or Twitter, when uh, one of these companies has kind of breached the law or crossed the line? Do, do we know who the, the ultimate judge and jury is? Well, I would hope it's not government directly. And I think we've seen reasonable models that work well. Take CRTC in Canada, which regulates broadcast media and holds uh, organizations that are given uh, license to communicate with Canadians accountable for uh, breaching uh, egregious standards. And so I, I think the UK is also looking at a model where an arms link government regulator. Uh, and I think there's probably going to be an element of reasonableness. Are we going to expect Facebook to immediately be able to delete every single offensive uh, post or extremism? No. But if they're found to be truly negligent, which they were in the 2016 elections, then they should face some consequences. And you mentioned the elections. And of course, everybody's concerned about the uh, spread of uh, fake news and fake information and, uh, you know, foreign entities and bodies trying to interfere in an election. We've got one on the horizon in October. But do we have to be concerned, even when it is something like the CRTC, which is a branch of the government, a government uh, regulator, I mean, if they're the ones that are going to decide what sort of information, or particularly when it comes to an election, is getting out there, that uh, obviously they don't want anything that's going to embarrass the party or the government. Yeah, I, I think it is tricky waters in terms of figuring out what political content is. But when we have knowingly false information um, that's attributed to foreign actors outside of Canada spreading that information, which requires investigation, and there is a demonstrated case where a social media platform was A, aware of this activity, and B, chose to do nothing, then in those cases, I think they should face consequences. And what should those consequences be? And again, this is something you and I have kind of touched on uh, in the past. When you're talking about a company as big as Facebook, I mean, they've got, uh, what, nearly 2 billion users making uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh, what sort of fines uh, do we need to see put in place here? I, you would have to think they've got to be pretty large, pretty big to, to send a message to the company. 
Oh, absolutely. And I mean, even the uh, the U.S. government threatening to fine Facebook up to $5 billion for uh, the privacy breaches the last couple of years is barely registering on stock price. So it's going to have to be at least potentially in the tens, hundreds of millions of dollars, and maybe even into the billions of dollars if they're found to be truly negligent. And finally, uh, let me ask you before we uh, leave this and move on to something else. Uh, you mentioned Christchurch uh, off the top and that a lot of these meetings that the prime minister and other world leaders are involved in comes after the uh, Facebook live streaming. Uh, there's been some decision by Facebook uh, regarding their, their live streaming and that they're, they're going to make some changes there. Well, they should absolutely be restricting uh, access to live streaming. I think just because we can do something with technology doesn't mean it's good for us as a society. And Christchurch was one example, but there have been so many others where this technology has been used to stream awful content. I mean, we're talking assaults, murders, suicides, and of course, these mass shootings and mass terrorism events. And you know, uh, it, it's, it's inconceivable to me as a former journalist that we let everybody on the planet run around with the entire capabilities of a full newsroom with no accountability. So, you know, we need to rein this back in. Okay. Also making news in the uh, tech sector uh, today is the U.S. government, Donald Trump's decision to ban uh, Huawei from uh, extending their influence in the U.S. and uh, developing the 5G network. Just uh, how significant is that decision on uh, behalf of the U.S. government? Well, the U.S. has some genuine security concerns about the Huawei technology, as do others. And this has now caught us between genuine security issues and the Trump trade war. And everybody's a loser in all of this. And, you know, for me, I've read reports of the U.K. where they've looked at the Huawei tech and they don't generally don't know uh, all the flaws in there. If they're just because of incompetence or because they're actually trying to uh, backdoor this stuff. That's how bad it is. And that's where my concern is. Um, and then it's tied up and all this trade stuff. And it puts Canada in an awful position because we've invested hundreds of millions of dollars already in this technology. There are genuine security concerns, but we're also caught in this trade war between the United States and China. So what should Canada's response be? Because that was going to be my next question, obviously, for you, David, because, you know, we have the U.S. on the one side saying that uh, Huawei poses a spying risk. On the other hand, Huawei is saying, well, if you want to walk away from us, uh, you're going to kind of be essentially left in the dust and kind of stuck in 3G technology and you'll be lacking behind the rest of the world. So uh, how does Canada play this with, as you, you mentioned, all of the uh, politics, of course, the rest of the Huawei executive in Vancouver, all of that bubbling underneath? Well, I mean, uh, frankly, from my point of view, given uh, the numerous times China has stolen Canada's intellectual property, given the uh, current issues with the canola uh, farmers and our own issues, and given the genuine security concerns, I think we should be pulling back from Huawei. And there are two European suppliers of 5G technology. So, And in fact, one of the Canadian telecommunications companies already uses the European provider of 5G technology. So while some of our telecommunications firms would face some short-term pain transitioning out of this for our national security interests for our sovereignty uh, i tend to agree with andrew Shear in, in his view that he would ban huawei in canada as well all right we will leave it there for now david shipley appreciate the time and the perspective as always thank you so much you're always welcome there's our cybersecurity expert david shipley with us and we're back after a quick break here in global news radio 640 toronto